All our right. buddy, our buddy Ian Halpern. We got a is, couple of books here, Tor. Yeah, he's an investigative journalist, and I don't think anyone does a better job. And he's got a six-book series coming out. Volume two was out yesterday. The first one is Sex, Lies, and Dirty Money about Epstein and Prince Harry. The second one that was out yesterday is Who Killed the Beatles? And we would normally say Yoko, but we'll start <laughs> at the first book, and then we'll go to the second one. Ian, what's up, buddy? How are you? Hey, guys. Wow, it's always a pleasure. I'm actually filming from South America. America this morning. I'm in Colombia. I'm on assignment here in Medellin, which used to be the most dangerous city in the world, and now it's one of the best cities in the world. And it's just beautiful here. The food, you know, I haven't heard, I've been here a few weeks. I haven't heard from Fox, from CNN. My mind feels totally clear, but listening to you guys, it's like flowers. It's like (laughs) beautiful. But the, the rest of them is full of crap you know nobody's talking politics here they're just talking kindness really healthy food beautiful the the, the women are gorgeous yeah (laughs) yeah well well let's begin with the sex lies and dirty money then your volume one you know i was reminded for the prince philip funeral and then of course harry and the the oprah interview and everything it never ceases to amaze me this country's fascination with the royals. And I'm just, I'm shocked by it. I was reminded, you know, going back to, of course, Princess Di's wedding and everything. But with that funeral, I, it all came back. People just cannot get enough of the royals. And I don't get it. Yeah, I couldn't shed any pity parties for Prince Philip. First of all, he was the richest guy on welfare in the world. Seriously, it's all on the government's uh, all on the taxpayers' dime these people have been living. Now, they've tried to stop my book. Because I out Prince Andrew in the book as being a serial abuser of underage girls. Mm. On the record stuff in my book, Controversy, Sex, Lies, and Dirty Money, I also say that they used Meghan and Harry and Oprah. They played them like a fiddle. They wanted all the attention from Andrew about the serious allegations diverted onto poor Meghan. Harry and Oprah, and it worked so well until I came along, and I'm driving them crazy. They've been trying to stop my book because everything's on the record. Epstein and Andrew in my book, I reveal, were like brothers. They were in business together. It's just not a few parties here and there. They were talking to each other every day. Prince Andrew is complicit in a child sex trafficking ring, and one of the most sophisticated, and he's running at large. He has not been interrogated. I even challenged him last week. I have a an investor who his daughter was abused sexually at 14 years old. He's agreed to put up five million pounds if Andrew agrees to take a polygraph test. And I challenged him. It was front page New York Post last week at this time, and the guy said he'd cooperate with the FBI with everyone. He has not said one word, guys. And it's very alarming. And if you read my book, you'll get a real inside detail of how together they were and complicit together. Yeah, Jelaine Maxwell's been arrested. That's fine. The stuff I have on her in the book is like crazy how many people she raped. And now one of the victims she raped, um, she's being charged for underage um, rape, but you know, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, but I'm looking at the all the list of names, the shadow, uh, the world's most famous, kind of a six degrees of of Jeffrey Epstein, and you know, Prince Andrew. I get the Clintons. You could argue, of course, Ghislaine Epstein himself, but a lot of these names. 
are thrown out there because I mean maybe Mick Jagger. Uh, I mean the Pope is on that. Um, Prince, uh, you know, there's any uh, Brad Pitt, Angelina, where they just took a ride. You got a rich millionaire buddy. Hey, we're going to use your plane to go right. I mean, are they complicit as Prince Andrew or even Epstein himself, or you just throw that out there to kind of get some you know, run? Prince Andrew's the main man at all. Yeah. Okay. I mean, him and Epstein were like brothers. I interviewed the Pope a couple of years ago for another project. I interviewed him twice. And how was he? Was he okay? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he he, he was fun, very nice guy. I have him on video joking with me a few times. <laughs> but I, I did ask him about the Epstein stuff, and he was concerned. He said, look, he's against child sex trafficking. There's no room. Look, for some reason, you have racism, sexism, homophobia in the big conversation. Where's the worst form of human behavior, child sex trafficking? It's nowhere. And my book out the most disgusting form of human behavior, child sex trafficking with Epstein and Prince Andrew at the forefront. And I'll I'll say this, even in my book, Epstein was a sick puppy. I'm the only person to ever interview him at length. I interviewed him several years ago. It was supposed to be 20 minutes. It turned into almost six and a half hours because he wanted to vent to me. And the transcript is in the book. And one thing he said to me, which I almost fell off my chair, he said, Ian, I'm living in the wrong era. If I would have lived 100 years ago, I could have dated 12-year-olds. Oh, wow. Disgusting. All all in the book, and it's a New York Times bestseller. Ian Halperin's with us. Sex, Lies, Dirty Money. That's volume one. Hey, what'd you think over the weekend? And I know people out there are going to say, what about Trump? Because if you bring up Clinton, someone goes, what about Trump's friendship with him? But what did you think of the story this weekend about Epstein and Maxwell going to the White House's VIP guests from Bill Clinton? That's like a dog bites man type story. It's all in my book. I mean, Clinton... The, the flight log said 26 times, but it was really 61 because Epstein had his people erase Clinton's flight log most of the time. They took a trip to Africa together, Epstein and Bill Clinton. And in the book, I detail how they had about 20 African models who some of them looked like they were 13 years old at their table. And after the dinner, they disappeared with them. This is crazy stuff. And they thought it could go undocumented. And I have eyewitness accounts to everything. As far as Trump goes, I wasn't able to put the smoking gun on Trump. One woman already sued Trump connected to Epstein for rape, but it was thrown out. Somehow the, the, the case was disappeared. As far as Clinton goes, I think Slick Willie has a lot of explaining to do because I do believe his rule is much more elaborate than people know. But I'll say one one person from your neck of the woods, Leslie Wexner, was deeply involved with Epstein. And in my book, you'll be shocked to hear about Wexner's true relationship with Epstein. What's the ongoing case? I know uh, Maxwell's in prison, but is is have they pretty much stopped looking into Prince Andrew and Wexner and Bill and everybody else on those flight logs, and then they're going after her? Is that where we stand right now? Well, I think the main target is Prince Andrew coming up. Mm-hmm. I mean, eventually, see, if Andrew, if it ever leaks out properly, Andrew's true role, which I outline in the book on the record accounts from women accusing him of rape. If it ever comes out properly, this could sink the monarchy. As far as Maxwell, let me tell you one thing. 
She's not in line to co-host the show with Torgan Elliott anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's going to be sharing the same cell with El Chapo, the same type of deal. I don't think she's ever getting out. She's All right. Will she kid. talk? Will she spill the beans? I think she has. She may have to, yeah. But they're not going to. They're not going to throw pity parties for her. They're going to throw away the key. She is guilty of sin. In my book, Controversy, Sex, Lies, and Dirty Money, I out so many new cases connected to Maxwell. All right, let's go to the Beatles here before we uh, finish up. Who killed the Beatles? Uh, Torg was mentioning. We've all seen snippets. He watched the whole thing. Uh, George Harrison's HBO documentary is out, two-part yeah. series. And yep. who killed the Beatles? I mean, common knowledge or common thought. Of course, it was Yoko, right? But not the case. It wasn't Yoko. It was it not Yoko. Yoko. It's a misconception. And I'll give you another clue. But you well, must admit, she may not have broken Yoko. the band up, but there was no bigger pain in the ass to that band than her. You know what? You know what? It's a misconception because I interviewed everyone connected to the band in the last years. My new book, Who Killed the Beatles? Controversy Part 2. It's a period piece. And the fingers are all pointed at Paul, Linda, McCartney, and her father. Oh. That it, they broke it up for cash, and I detail in great detail what really happened, what broke it. Paul and Yoko were actually close friends. Even at the end, they were always talking politics and how to better the world in the studio. It wasn't the toxicity what people think. They pointed the finger at Yoko, too. A lot for racism. They used her as a scapegoat, but it was not Yoko by any stretch that broke up the Fab Four. And once you read my book, it's a period piece about the last year of the Beatles. People are going to be shocked because I have it documented unwaveringly that uh, it was not Yoko who broke the band up. You know, we we got to run, Ian, but let's do it in a couple of weeks where we talk more about this book, okay? I love you guys. You guys are the best. And everyone, listen to Torganelli. I've been fans of theirs for years. Thanks for having me back. All right, thanks, Enjoy Ian. some empanadas tonight, Ian. Hey, it's going to be empanadas and reggaeton. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, buddy. Thank you, guys.